Ladies and gentlemen, this time I need you all to silence your cell phones. And hold your miserable applause. And most importantly, shut your mouth. Hey guys, everyone here, host Gus Instruction, with my co-host. The Shapes the Baby, and I would like to introduce to you all somebody very, very special. He is the best in the world at McDonald's. And I, and I would like to introduce my co-host, The Shapes, or he is the backyard legend from the underground. He is the guy that thinks he is more hardcore than Joey Janela, John Moxley, and anyone from GCW. He says he can take two bricks to the head instead of one. So, yeah. Oh, badass oh, over my. here. That being said, oh he's my the god, what do you say? What do you think about your career so far? I don't have a career. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, no, I, I, I would have had a career had I not thought growing up that I was Joey Janela <laughs> and. Jimmy Havoc Sabu and, and Jeff Hardy and Sabu and like if I had not thought I was those guys I would have a career. But on that note, welcome back everybody to United by Wrestling. Once again, we're your host Gus Instruction. We are doing our Fight for Fallen preview show. I know you're excited. You whopping people are excited for this. And uh, <laughs> yeah, um, obviously, we post our Extreme Rules uh, prediction show a couple days ago, so um, check out our link tree. I've been trying to get out more often because, as a host, obviously, I'm not doing my good enough job promoting, and that's on me. So, yeah, link tree in the description. I put out a couple of tweets with it. So, please, if you have any feedback, good or bad, you know, please, like, we want it. You know, we if, need if it. you think Dave should be left off the podcast, you know, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Dave, I got this. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> all right. So that being said, should we uh, jump in? This is the third Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Yeah. Third, yeah, third, third AEW. AEW. Sorry, I'm looking at how bad my reduction was, so forgive me. Um, <laughs> third AEW show. So if you count all in, which I don't because there's a heavy assistance on that one, but... No, and it, it really wasn't technically marketed as all elite wrestling. It was marketed as some of just a show that elite were doing that had some Ring of Honor accessories yeah, uh, to it. So, all right. right, well, we're starting up to buy in. Um, Dave, what do you think about the buy in? I think the buy in is going to be great. They've had two amazing hey, buy ins so Dave, far. Dave, I actually want to hear Alan. I think you should have this right now. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, go ahead, Alan. Give us your thoughts. Don't say anything. As I was saying, I think this is going to be another amazing buy-in. They've had two previously great buy-ins, so why not give us a third one um, for an amazing cause? Do you agree with the buy-in thing, Alan? Do you think everyone's been amazing so far? Uh, no, the last buy-in sucked. <laughs> like, the, the buy-in for Fighter Fest was ass. I'll say, I mean, come on. And if that, I'm, I'm just glad that Fighter Fest wasn't a paid pay-per-view because if if I had saw that buy-in prior to spending money, I would not. I would have wanted my money so back. Do you think the buy-in's a cool concept? Like, I mean, obviously, double or nothing, they killed the pre-show. I mean, if you don't know the buy-in yeah. is the pre-show, I'm sure most people that listen to us are AEW fans, so they know that. But just to clarify, um, I think my biggest thing for the buy-in is, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't know what Dave was exactly watching. I guess if a guy taking his underwear off and throwing it at a guy that didn't know how to wrestle was entertaining, and the librarians drive me nuts. The librarians are awesome, but continue. I'm a big Leva Bates fan, but I'm not a huge librarians fan. So, 
Why does it? Why does it not? <laughs> I, I don't know why it should, but why does it not surprise me that Dave's a librarian fan? Alan, you need to. Shh. Well, that's about his personality when he's at WrestleMania trips. So. Uh... <laughs> Oh, well, that makes perfect sense then, Dave. <laughs> All right. We just figured it out. So we're on the buy-in. <sighs> obviously, on the buy-in, you're, that's the first thing you're watching on Bleacher Report Live. So, you know, do you think Bleacher Report Live, you know, do you like the concept? Do you think it's going to be better? Like, anything they can improve on with that first? Hopefully, hopefully, at least it, for the buy-in, hopefully the, the servers are a little better, at least in that initial period. Yeah. Because the uh, the main card, we didn't have that many problems with the main card once the show actually got Except started. Except heavy matches started, you know, obviously you can tell there's influx, but it wasn't too bad on the main card. No, it was like, but the, the buy-in was the, the buy-in was pretty bad connection-wise. Same. I couldn't connect to the match. I, the only match I cared about on the buy-in was the SCU match. So, that's what started yeah, it's off. Like, I mean, so hopefully that... That's like pretty much like my biggest thing is if they can work on that, then it'll be fine. I mean, I think this buy-in is going to be much better than the other one. I mean, just you know, one of the matches. I don't know why that's on the main card. I mean, one once again, the dang librarians are on it. At least we're going to get that <laughs> yeah. out of the way first. That's the first match of the card. So, right, uh, Dave. What do you think about the first match? Sony Kiss versus Peter Avalon and Leva Bates. Like, well, with Leva Bates in his court, obviously the librarians. Well, both librarians are very talented wrestlers, and so is Sony Kiss. I haven't seen a whole lot of his matches, but, I mean, both are very talented, and I think it should be at least a decently good opened match to start the buy-in off, kind of get people prepared. Alan, Scheibster. Prepared for what? Prepared for what? To mute the channel? (laughs) To mute the audio? (laughs) I mean, uh, I... You know, initially, like the whole librarian thing, it seemed like a like a kind of like a, a, a interesting concept at the beginning. But as they played it, they I think they overplay it, and it's just so goddamn annoying. Yeah. Holy shit! From it. <laughs> and it's like, and, and you know, I, I'm a huge Leva Bates fan too. But it's just like, good lord, there isn't something else she could be doing other than the blue this. pants. For God's sakes, was better. Exactly. Yeah. And that was that was the most creative wrestler name of all time. <laughs> Good one, Paul. <laughs> Triple H. So, but uh, I mean, I, I'm more looking forward to the second match of the body in the beginning. I mean, the librarians literally seem like Vince McMahon booked that. That's like literally a Vince idea. It's that's it, a Vince gimmick. It really right is. Yeah, exactly. It, that's like that's the thing. I don't know if that's why, <laughs> it, or if it's just the fact that the constant shh. Like overdone. I mean, I understand the whole the concept of the gimmick, but the the amount of times that you do it should really be minimized. Yeah, the object is to wanting people to watch the show, not you know mute the show. Well, and it's like also the point. It's like obviously it seems like they're it's a it's a heel gimmick, yeah. but. You know the point of uh, you know of a good heel is for people to hate you, not the people for to hate you because they want you off their annoying, TV screens. Like, that's a big difference. Because you're annoying. <laughs> that's a huge difference. And you know, I'm thinking, you know, obviously, you know, there's people still skeptical. You know, WWE fans are still skeptical about AEW, and that's gonna be the first match they see. And oh yeah, that's not a good impression for AEW. No. Honestly, the first match. No. The first match is gonna be on the buy, and it probably should have been the first match on the. I mean, sorry, if the second I'm, match is going to be on the buy-in and not the main card, which should be on the main card, that should be what starts it out because 
yeah. br- librarians might get people to permanently turn it off. Like, I mean, hell, I don't even think that's a worthy opening match at the local bingo hall. I mean, <laughs> Sonny Kiss, you know, I mean, they're good wrestlers. You know? I mean, I know so it's like so Sony's, you know, Sony's a really good wrestler, but it's just like the whole gimmick kind of overshadows the match. It's anyway. just like Jabali and freaking Nakazawa. Nakazawa at the core is a very good wrestler, but you know, he was fighting yeah. CEO gamer that has like tad bit of experience to take a bump. And it ruined it for that looked like that looked like a uh, slightly skinnier version of Dave. So, it actually looked like your brother, Alan. All right. Well, we're not. T- he's on the card, so thank God. But <laughs> thank God. So Dave is enjoying that match. It sounds like you and me are in the same boat. We could really give him less about that match. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to watch essentially, matches, I would watch main event on W or something. But <laughs> that's bad because I don't play on it. But let's get to the real match that really, once again, I will say should not be on the pre-show. But MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guarva versus – yeah, Go- sorry. Guarva. Guarva. No, it's Sammy Guarva. Guarva. Versus Joey Janela, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc. Might as well call them Team Death. <laughs> I'll say Team – some no team somehow yes us three are still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well put Moxley on that'd be the ultimate team deathmatch. Especially <laughs> especially Darby Allen most recently after his last how the fuck that motherfucker's still alive I don't even know and but I don't understand why, like, why? Is, like you just had Sean Spears get this big heat by hitting Cody in the head of a chair and MJF is the best heel and also they're on the pre-show. Yeah, it's like this. this this may, this honestly makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. Well, Sammy Guarva and Kip Sabian still the show. I'd buy a double or nothing. Yeah, they, they did. did. Sorry, I keep mispronouncing his last name. I'm not very good with like that kind of like last name stuff. Yeah, it's like I mean that 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 match is pro- definitely a match of the night contender for. Hell, Darby Allen just went a full sixty and with a no contest, you know, time limit to Cody Rhodes. And uh, Dar- like, Janela was facing Moxley, so that's one thing I'm kind of keep using. Are they not going to do storylines? Like you have these guys, you know, in bit high profile and, matches, and they're on the pre-show. And another thing about this match is like, why the fuck isn't okay? If you're going to have this on the, even if you're if you're going to set if you're set with this on the buy-in, why the hell is there not some type of stipulation for this shit? So you have three like literally like, hardcore gods in the match. Might as well like. I feel like AEW I mean, doesn't have rules. There's singles matches, but like they run around with no countouts, and I don't really see many DQs. So there's singles they, matches. They have, a, they have a they, match. It seems like they have a different like countout system for their the matches. What I can think about is you know you want a really good match on the pre-show, you know, so people can get okay. That's a taste of AEW, so let's tune into this. That's the only thing I could think of. Okay, so why don't we just cut the first match? Just have this match. And have it go the whole damn pre-show. That's what I'm thinking. I mean that 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 would be a better way of to get people interested in AEW. That's the only thing I I say because we'll see how many people. Unfortunately, and AEW is obviously good, but we'll see how many people unfortunately turn it off after the first match. Yeah, Dave, what do you think about this match? I haven't asked you yet. I think this match has a very, very interesting clash of styles. I feel like I'm in a death match with the volume of your mic right now. (laughs) (laughs) My ears. I got thumbtacks in my ears. I think Joey Janos just stuck his freaking cigarette in my ear. (laughs) What a waste of a cigarette. Dude. Dude, good Jesus. Holy fuck. (laughs) Now you're sounding like a robot. All right. 
Back, back to the um, future. So, is there anything you want to see in particular in this pre-show match? Right. Well, I just want to see. I, I want to see. Uh, of course, anytime you have Joey Janela, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc all in the same spot, I want to see. I want to see them crazy sick some bitches do something cr- crazy and stupid. You know, sick, crazy, whatever you want. Yeah, to call I want to see that. But I also want to see MJF and Sean Spears team go over because you know they have a lot of heat right now. It makes no sense to have them. Yeah, lose. especially Sean's. Especially Sean. Like, he's after, Matt Cody Rhodes in the head of a chair, and he's losing on the pre-show. Wouldn't make exactly a lot of sense to me. No. And then you know, like you, you, you made a good point on this. Like MJF's the hottest heel going, which right I have now. no. Idea. I'm still baffled. He's on the pre-show, but hey, mate, we're not, uh, the, we're bookers. not the bookers. And it's free, and I trust Cody and them. I really solely think this is a this is what AEW is about, you know, clinch him in. Okay. Yeah. I think this is like a taste of this is what we're about, watch the rest of our show. I kinda get that vibe. Right. You know, you're not gonna see a match like this on the all out when it's an actual pay per view, you know, paying sixty bucks. This is no matches like this are gonna be on the main card. Oh, yeah, I just definitely. Better, we just better not have the buffering issue during that match because I really want to watch that match. Yeah, that's like the only thing. It's like if you want to buffer for the the librarian match, go ahead. I'll I'll be all for that. But just do not buffer during during the the six man. Please, so Dave, are you with us? I'm trying to get your. I'm trying to cover up. You know, final up, wrap up this match. Okay, I'm like stuttering. Sorry if you don't know, I have a stutter issue, so don't mean to. I'm still with you, bros. We clear. We good. And your thoughts are thoughts are like and I your said. Thoughts are. You got three crazy deathmatch wrestlers versus a, an amazing cocky heel like MJF, a very talented wrestler in Sammy Guevara, and then you got Sean Spears. You put all six together, it's going to be a freaking Texas rodeo. It's going to be a very good match. A Texas rodeo. <laughs> the only that's a new that's a new the analogy. Really creates me out is how much and I've said this a lot. MJF looks like Alex Riley. <laughs> it's really, cre- it's really creepy to me. They have like the same like style and shit, and the same hair. It's weird to me. It really, it really is weird. But all right, let's get to the main card. Yes. So up next we have the Dark Order versus Jack Evans and Angelico versus Jungle Boy and the Luchasaurus. Winner goes all out for uh, opportunity at the first round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship title tournament. What are you thinking about this match, Dave? Well, the the match should be interesting. I have the Dark Order hasn't had very many matches, but they are pretty much a pretty intriguing, like dominant type of team. And you obviously you've got Jungle Boy, which is an amazing high flyer, and Luchasaurus. Oh my god! Go! <laughs> and then. <laughs> Alan, please take this. I know this is your vintage line, but please. I got this. I got this. Stutter on my opinion. Sorry about that. Go, please. I just want to. I, I wanted to start singing "Jesus Takes the Wheel" because damn. But I mean, the I, I'm I'm pulling for uh, I'm pulling for Jack Evans and Angelico in this. Personally, I love their I love their style and I love their work. Um, you know, the Dark Order does have that kind of mystique around their team since we haven't seen too much of it. But Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus also are a pretty pretty big fan favorite. I mean, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, I mean, freaking at the Casino Battle Royal, Luchasaurus is probably the most over. 
Yeah, it's like so I, I can I you know I'm hoping for Evans and Angelica, but I could see it being Jungle Boy and but the 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 match itself though I'm looking forward to the match itself because I mean it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hell of an interesting style class and uh, especially with Jungle Boy that dude is that dude is quick oh as hell so you know I, I'm like I said I'm hoping for Evans and Angelico though because I'm a big fan of those guys yeah and is this the first match the Dark Order had in the AEW on an official show like have they been on uh, any- yes no, I didn't think so yes the, the, I mean they they've been they've been there but this is their first official That's what match. I was thinking. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm going for Jack Evans and Angelico. You know, they really like stole. Like, they were really damn good on the freaking uh, what was it? Double or nothing. Yeah. They really impressed me on that. You know, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are massive fan favorites. Luchasaurus, like I said, might have been one of the most over in that casino buy in battle royal for the world title match. And Jungle Boy, everybody loves. Dude's crazy. You know, he had a damn good match. Who was it? Was that? It was him, MJF, and uh. Page right, uh, yeah. Like he might have been the highlight of that match. So, I think he was. Honestly, I agree. I think he was super over. And well, personally, he is another West Coast boy. Train West. Sorry. At, at least he had. I knew some training at All Pro Wrestling in Hayward, California. You know, I know there's a little there. I don't know if that's where he completed or not. But represent. So. Represent West Side. So, obviously, every single guy in that match is damn talented. I don't think this match, you know, is going to disappoint one bit. No. You know, so, I don't know. Dave, do you have any thoughts? Now that you can reclaim, <laughs> are you really good? Yes, I'm good. We're clear. As I was attempting to say before, I got all jittered and confused <sighs> like I normally do. Okay. You're going to have an amazing six-man. Well, not amazing, but it should be a good six-man tag, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. So I'm going to point this out, and I don't want to throw Dave under the bus, and I'm sure he knows. Dave, pretty much for most of his life, watched only WWE, so he doesn't have the most like extent indie background, but he's trying to get a – he's watching AEW to like get to know some guys more, so if he has a hard time, you know that's why. He's a WWE mark trying to convert to more, a wrestling <laughs> fan. So, all right, up next, it looks like Chris Jericho, and I wasn't sure. That's the only reason I'm looking at the car, because I wasn't sure he's supposed to be there. Dude, looks like Chris Jericho <laughs> is scheduled to have a live mic after the match. Uh, what do you think Chris is going to – obviously, he has his match against Hangman coming up. This is the last show before All Out, right, that you know of? Yes. Yes, it is. So I'm assuming he's going to address that. Uh, you're looking for, I mean, Chris Jericho is one of my favorite all-time wrestlers. So anytime he has a mic in his hand, he yeah, has damn right. He, it's simple. He wants his thank you. <laughs> Shit. So is he gonna, give the man, give the man his proper so thing. Exactly. Or is he going to be the next Elias and get interrupted every time he comes out and says that? <laughs> oh God! I, see, I hope they, I hope they don't do that. Shit. Why? Because it's like, then you have everybody being like, oh, see, they're copying this, they're copying... No, 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 no. I don't no, think no. so. I think but, the only reason I got interrupted last time was it's a perfect time to get Mox's debut. I don't think that's going to be a regular But it's thing. like, I, 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 want, I expect, like, you know, of course, the ser- a serious side of the promo. And then, of course, everybody... Where's my thank you at, AEW? <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I'm assuming that's what it's going to be. You know, and obviously, he's going to address Hangman at some point. You know, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, once again, saying, you know, he's the reason AEW exists. You know, he's the reason they have a TV deal. You know, what's Hangman done? I'm assuming that's kind of a, you know, 
initial, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Dave, do you have any thoughts about Jericho? Uh, yes, like I agree with the two of you, except I'll make a small twist. I think halfway through Jericho's promo, Hangman is going to come out, and then they're going to do a little bit, do a little mini brawl, and then either Jericho will come out of that brawl victorious, or Jericho will be embarrassed, start kicking things and saying, "I want my thank you. You don't deserve my hair." So that could happen, but you also do know Hangman's on the card, right? Yes, <laughs> so I know he is. I doubt he's going to get in a brawl. I'd more see Jericho brawling him after his match, if that's going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's Why would Hangman come out and brawl somebody when he has a match later that night? Well, I mean... Unless, uh, especially since he's the baby face. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fantasy booking shut down. See, I kind of have my... Uh, I have my moments. I know a little bit about wrestling once in a while. <laughs> uh, you could be right. You could be right. Maybe Hangman will come out and attack a guy. The baby face is going to attack the heel while he's talking. Like, what in the world? They think about that. The heel is talking to Ring, and the baby face is going to come out and attack him? Isn't it supposed to be the other <laughs> way around? Yes, normally. Well, maybe Hangman is tired of hearing Jericho running his mouth and wants to shut him up. He's only been on one show. <laughs> The match has been set up since Double or Nothing. There's only been one show since, and Jericho wasn't even on it running his mouth. Okay, look, I'm trying to book here, okay? Well, please stop. Okay. <laughs> well, he gets his booking ideas from Vince, so it so makes sense. No, fantasy, I don't. This is that fantasy booking show. Trust me, I know enough people that do that. I'm not going to make that a series, even though I can do it all day. But, um, oh, yeah. So, I'm not. Well. It's not up next because there's not confirmed opponent, but Bew Prisley is supposed to make her debut. And that's not right. I really don't know how to say somebody's last name. Bea, uh, I've always I've always pronounced it Bea Prisley. Yeah, she's supposed to be making her debut, which is going to be absolutely badass. And Britt Baker's supposed to have a match. I mean, to be opponent announced names. You, I mean, I don't know why you just don't have them go against each other. I'll say if they don't have opponents, shit. There you go. There's the only thing right I can think of is that obviously Bue's making her debut, and is Sprint Baker. She won that uh, match of Kylie Ray and Awesome Kong, Nyla, and Nyla. Yeah, was, was that yeah. her uh, number one contendership for something? No, I don't believe. I don't believe it was just a fatal four. So I don't know if they're trying to make her look strong right now. So having someone lose in their debut, or having Britt lose after winning a big time match, you know, she, you know, she won a match with Awesome Kong with it. Yeah, it's like I don't think no matter who their opponents are, I think both Bia and Britt. Win. Hey, I mean, it wouldn't make sense. No, it wouldn't make any sense at all. So, but like I said, you know, before this is called a preview show and not a prediction show because I have no idea how AEW is going to book their shows right now. I'm not even going to try to predict it. I'll say we could be, we could be blowing, we could be blowing smoke up yes. So I don't want to sound like what Dave just said, like the most awkward <laughs> attempt of booking I've ever seen. Hey, you know what? <laughs> all right, up next we have. SCU versus SCU. The, the Lucha Bros, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. Uh, what are you thinking, Dave? I'm thinking both SCU and the Lucha Brothers are going to probably, that's probably match of the night. I mean, they're probably going to steal the show, give us amazing match, amazing wrestling, amazing spots with styles and style and flips and all the fun stuff. I think it's going to be match of the night. Is it going to be or the best wrestling? one of the... You can only have one match of the night. One <laughs> of the potential matches of the night. Is it going to be... Is the tag team wrestling going to be amazing? Is it going to be the best spots you've ever seen? 
Is it going to be the best match you've ever seen? It's going to be fun as hell to watch because all four of those competitors are amazing to watch. Well, so he didn't deny it. He just said, well, it's going to be fun. So he, did, he could probably say that on the on the review. Sorry, is it going to be hard-hitting action? <laughs> and if you don't know where they're from, they're from – if you don't know where those references are from, they're from Dave's so hot takes. He quit because they're so bad. <laughs> Rest in peace, hot takes. So, Alan, please give me your thoughts later. A little more. Oh, shit. I, mean, I don't like you calling you by your first name. Whoops. Shipestar, because I'm the Shipestar, baby. But no, it's like this. Honest, I, one out of Dave's little ramble there, he did make one valid point. The potential for match of the night is definitely there because we know we all know how talented both of these teams are. And it's like, again, in the last like three AEW shows, we've had potentials for what you know me and you, Dustin, like to call potential like tag team wrestling at its finest. Lucha Bros have been in all of them because they've been doing the young bucks for. It's like this is another match. This is going to be tag team wrestling one hundred and one. It's going to be a tag team clinic, literally, and it's just like another candidate for tag team match of the year. Because the Lucha Bros in that six man tag against the Elite. Yeah. Yes. That very well was match of the night, and then obviously their match with the Bucks was absolutely classic as holy hell. A double or nothing, right? And this one will be no different. Kaz and you know Kaz and uh, Sky are pretty good wrestlers, I'd say themselves. I don't know. I mean, they might be trash. (laughs) Nah. Hell, please tell me people get the sarcasm. Gotta go for boys. (laughs) I I hope so. Cheering Kaz and Scorpio Sky on. You know they lost in the last pay per view, I believe in the. Buying, so hopefully they'll get the nod on this one. But I don't know. I think Sky and Pentagon, you know, we don't. Do we even need to talk about how good those guys are? Like, legitimately? No, no. Like, probably the best Lucha tag so team if you in watch the world. Any, if you watch any indie wrestling, you know who they are. All you have to say is Lucha Bros, and you don't even have to like ask about them. You yeah. don't have to be like, who are those guys? You know, unless you're Dave. And then, uh... <laughs> oh, shut up. So it's like, uh that's gonna be like I said. I think. If we're going to pick a dark horse, you know, since we always do that, I think that right there is going to be the dark horse in the night. Oh, yeah. Which is saying a lot because, you know, there's two, you know, three good matches left on the card. And right. So, I mean, how do you I, – we're not going to pick winners, but how do you – like, who do you think would benefit most from this match for the win? Uh, I think it would be Sky and uh, uh, Kaz easily. Dave? I think it would be the Lucha Brothers. I say the only thing is, is the Lucha Brothers really won. Did they win a double? Or, they did they win a double or nothing? I can't remember because it was a little while back. I don't think they did. I don't, I don't believe so. I don't. I actually don't believe they've won. Any and they lost to the Elite. I know by uh, Fighter Fest because yeah. we we're having that we we're having that raging debate about the Elite that's scaring me a tad bit with the booking. But uh, yeah. right. so I don't know. I want to see Sky and Kaz win, but I really. Both haven't really like had a big streak going on at AW yet. They've just been putting on some damn best matches on the card. Yeah, so, I don't know. That matches my attention. Like holy hell, you know. All right, up next we have Hangman Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. You know, apparently Page is going to get in the brawl before his match. <laughs> <laughs> so was he going to come up pretty beaten down to the ring, Dave? Let's say, enlighten us, Dave. No, he's not going to come down beating up, you bunch of jackasses. You're but I do. It. 
I know what I said. Now, as I was I don't saying, think you do half the time. <laughs> I am predicting this also to be a very interesting match. I mean, you got the ground and pound of Hangman Adam Page, and then obviously Kip is just going to be flying around the ring what? like a what? <laughs> he's like he's uh, he has high flying, but he does a lot more technical wrestling. From what you know, his because he's the European style, he did you know make his name in Europe. I mean, don't be wrong, there's some you know, he does some high flying, he's a lot more balanced than just swinging around the ropes. Oh. This is this is pretty true. <laughs> I am sorry, I got I stand corrected. Okay, he will have a good mixture of both. Okay. Which means Adam Page will probably have to do the natural ground and pound, like I had said earlier. <laughs> so it's going to be a good mix of styles. See, this match right here also can be match tonight. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's going to top the tag team match or not, but yeah. we all know how good the Joker, the Hangman Adam Page is. But, you know, Kip Sabian, I think a lot of people. He raised some eyebrows after double nothing of his match versus Sammy. I'm just going to put it there because yeah. I want to keep Easily. looking like a mark. That, that was... I don't know how to pronounce one last name. Don't, don't roast me. But unfortunately, I, I, this is another match I'm going to get a little worried about with the booking. Is I have a feeling because he's the number one contender, Hangman's going to mm-hmm. go over. But like, the Elite's only lost, like, what, one match? since uh, Yeah, Omega, Omega's. Say Omegas, really? I mean, Cody went over. I mean, yeah. I guess if you want to be, Cody didn't beat um, Darby Allen. So I guess I don't know if you want to count that. But he didn't lose either. Exactly. So, yep. I don't. I mean, in this match, in this match, it makes you know for Adam the for Adam going over in this particular match, it makes sense for going up to yeah, all so out last pay per view. So this one makes sense, but. But the other matches that we're going to get into in a few minutes are, you know, definitely eyebrow raising points, key Maybe. points mm-hmm. going going forward with the other ma- the rest of the matches on the card. What can you expand? It's like, well, I mean, except for the main event because that's all elite as everybody. Except for Dustin, Omega, obviously, he's going to be Cody's team who's elite. So, I mean, but you know, Omega and Sema, that match, it's you know the the trend that. If everybody doesn't know, does you want to elaborate on what the trend is that we're talking or referencing? The league don't lose, and they're the uh, owners. They, you know, they created, it. and that's scary because that comes off a little Vince McMahonish right there. You know, if Hunter back yeah. in the day, and you know Shane getting all this TV time, and Vince and you know his top guys, you know they're gonna start. It's not, it almost feels like they're gonna start over pushing themselves. <laughs> Well, and it's like Brandy and Allie, too. Yeah, which, which we haven't we'll gotten go to. That's the reason I haven't brought that up. So, we'll see. That's something we're going to have to keep. You know, I trust Cody and them. You know, and maybe when, you know, they get their TV deal, you're going to see a little bit more. You know, we'll see if he goes over Sean Spears as one of his bigger free agents. That's going to be very interesting yeah. when they have that match. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's 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 be another key point there, too. Right. So, this one, and I don't, no disrespect to Brandy and Allie. I think they, you know, work very hard. And they're, they're good workers for females. But I think, hate to say this, this might be one of the most sloppy matches of the night. Yeah, I agree. Dave, go ahead. I'll kind of break it down on what I think, you know, without being disrespectful. Let's see what you say. Like I said, I agree with you. I think this match is going to be a little bit too sloppy. I mean, Brandy hasn't had very many matches 
if I'm correct, am I correct or am I incorrect? I'm not entirely sure. On AEW, she hasn't had any. Yeah, she has and, been wrestling for a little bit, you know. So. And how many matches has Allie? Is that correct? Well, one, but she's like world, like hit wrestled the world for how many years now? Yeah, she's she's definitely the experience. Well, Brandy has some experience too, so it should you know it's not like they're new workers. Yeah, it's like they're not they're not fresh out of school. But right, go ahead, Dave. Sorry. So with though with that being said, I'm hoping the match will have some good chemistry and it won't be mm. completely botch fest. But I'm not entirely too confident that it's going to go very smoothly. I mean, I'm hoping. Allie wins just because I don't really see or need Brandy winning because that could potentially set up a bad thing throughout the rest of the night. The rest of the night. Which there's only oh, two matches so left. Covered the, oh my god. <laughs> we'll turn into the elite dominating. Take this over, please. Let's say I mean it's like uh, I'm in the same boat you're in. It's like I mean, it has the potential, uh, the potential to be a a sloppy match, but I hope it's not. I mean, and I do hope Allie wins, but it's just like I'm. This is the match where I'm. I don't have that too much invested into it, to be honest. Yeah, but so, well, I'm thinking. You know, and I the only reason I'm being sloppy is Allie's match was very disappointing. I believe it was on the bias, yeah. right? It That's was one yeah. of the biggest things. Who was it against, right? It was against yeah, Reba. that was awful. It, it was the timing, bad. you know. Obviously, I don't know if they didn't go over the match or if Allie's just rusty because I know she was taking. I mean, she was in TNA, and I don't yeah. know if she took some time off. I don't watch much TNA or Impact, or what I guess it's called. You know, I've been hearing that you know it's been like sign adversity. I heard was pretty good, but you know, I don't yeah, know I when she too. stopped there. You know, but I think she's been out. And I don't that match. Like, I just don't know. I hope. It was just first ring jitters kind of working in. But, you know, it's not like Allie's a new wrestler. Like, she was wrestling as Cherry Bomb, you know, for mm-hmm. years. Like, she's not a new worker. So, I don't know what – Leave no. I don't know. Maybe she'll work better with Brandy. Like, maybe her and Brandy will have better chemistry if we're going to be using this word. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. That's what really shocked me about Leva and Allie's match was for their experience levels how – you know how rusty it, and it looked, and like I said, maybe they didn't go over it, or maybe just w- whatever the case may be. Hopefully, this one's better. It's on for the main her. card, so it's going to be promoted more. So they're going to have to try harder because that in the library, like, that's why it was so bad. Like the only good show in the buy-in was the you know, Scorpio and Kaz tag team match. Right. You know what's surprising right. too, real quick? I don't see Daniels on the card at all. Hmm. Holy I'm shit! About that. I just thought I, now that you bring yeah, holy shit, he's not on. So I wonder if he signed one of those like contracts where he only does limited dates. Yeah. So I don't have much to say. I, I'm not hating on Brandy and Ellie. I think they're both good. I, mean, I really like Brandy Rhodes. You know, I think she's come a long way from the person that was a ring announcer. Because you got to remember, mm-hmm. that, you know, but also what people don't know, she was signed to be a wrestler, and they just unfortunately threw her into the ring announcing role and didn't give her a chance. So, you know, she's come a long way since her dud E ways of trying to teach herself how to wrestle. I was just wondering right. if she went to Allie, you know, because she's super experienced. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully that match proves me wrong and a lot of other people, because I know we're not the only ones, you know, skeptical about it. Trust me. 
you know, we yeah. all, you know, I have a very big beard right now. It looks awful, but I'm definitely one of those <laughs> bearded guys in the basement talking wrestling on the internet. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sitting here with my Dr. Pepper and stuff. So, trust me, you know, watch out. The match is bad. We're going to record an episode and bash him. Oh, oh Lord. Geez. I have enough respect not to do that. But, um, no. all right, up next, we got Kenny Omega versus Cena. And boy, I mean, this match, I think, also could be possibly matching tonight. Easily. I mean, this is in that dark horse category, honestly. It actually could be. Oh, good. Dark horse. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like, from all the matches, I don't know what's going to be matching tonight. I think the most obvious one would be Omega and Cena. I mean, I guess unless he could serve Cody and Dustin and the Bucks, but we'll talk about yeah. that match here in a few. What do you think yeah. about this match? Dave? I mean, you got the greatest wrestler in the freaking world, Kenny Omega versus a very, 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 very talented Japanese legend in SEMA, which already there sells the match in itself. You don't need anything more than that. So basically, it's going to be a slobber knocker, a five-star match, boomer sooner. They're going to tear their freaking house down. And I'm hoping SEMA <laughs> goes over because I don't think I don't think Kenny needs the win. I don't think he wants to take the win. Because no, I'm noticing Kenny doesn't really want to want to win a whole lot of matches just How do you to know? make sure the elite doesn't <laughs> work with me. Have you personally go with me here? Have you... Yes, I personally talked to Kenny Omega, okay? Anywho, I have all the elite members, I get this feeling that Kenny Omega doesn't want to always win every match. I could be wrong. Because he put Chris Jericho over. The biggest other mocks. That's why he doesn't want to win. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna take it away. I've done my thoughts. Go ahead. I'm please. trying here, okay. damn it. Benson, that's a good one there. No, but easily. It's like, I mean, this is one of those matches, like the outcome, though. I mean, of course, going into another one that has all out implications on it. Obviously, you want to try to build up Kenny for his match with Mox at all out. Yeah, which is a high profile match. But, so why the heck will you lose that to Seema? I don't, I, exactly. I don't understand your logic here. Please, though, Dave. Like, please. Yeah, it's I, like if the viewers here, I'm sure if anybody gets this far in the podcast, they'd be confused, too. So try to explain, you know, Oh, explain, Dave. Where my where my opinion is coming from is at least, in my opinion, which is ninety five percent wrong half the time. <laughs> We've seen from your you prediction wanna shows. You want to build Sema up strong as well, correct? He's not new. He's not a new wrestler. I know he's no, not new. He's he, wrestled he, for twenty some years. Like, why does he need build up? So he doesn't need the win here. But does Kenny really need the win? Yes, storyline purposes, he needs the win. But this is leading the last into match his... for All Out, their second biggest pay-per-view of the year. And he's in a big yeah, and... match against John Moxley. And you want to make him look strong going into that match, considering the fact that it double or nothing, Moxley left Omega on his yeah. back. You're right, good point. See, this is the pay-per-view. They didn't need Fight for the Fallen or anything. I mean... They need this. Sorry, they don't need fighter fast. Too many apps. My bad. And it's two apps that end first and start too. It's really like a good placement there. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I see. You know, they didn't need the Fighter Fest wins. You know, they, you know, this one they probably should. This is where they should be getting booked to win, if booked right. If, first well, there AEW, we go. I haven't really said that too much on the AEW shows. I think we've only, I think since cup since beginning to cover AEW, we've only used if booked right when it comes twice. To the elite too, so I mean. Yeah. yeah, I think you know Dave makes a good point. It's gonna be a freaking damn good match. It's not like Omega. In a, my humble opinion, is the best wrestler in the world. I mean, I know there's other guys who can. I throw agree. In there, you know, Okada, I totally agree with that. Okada, Osprey. You know, there's guys you could put in there, but I think Omega still is the goat right now, currently in wrestling. So, yeah, only because like yeah. look how easy he makes things transition. Like the dude hits a suplex and he just like jumps onto it for a moonsault like a. Or whatever of ease, and it looks like it's easy. Like he's barely even trying. So right. If he does a suicide dive or something like that. And he just hits it with ease, like he's just you know jogging to do it instead mm-hmm. of full spring. And he makes it look that easy. And it's like you know he also has you know a variation of technical wrestling and high flying. So he he's mastering yeah. a whole bunch of different things. And he is the best in the world, right? Now, now. correct me, Asima. I believe he's another technical wrestler. If I remember right, I do. Yes. 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 You know, like I said, you know, fight for the falls a couple of weeks ago. I have short term memory loss from seizures, so don't come at me in the comment section if you watch this. But I believe, you know, a lot of the Japanese style is technical wrestling on the mat for the most part. For the yeah, for the for the better half. So, yes. Yeah, say so for the most part it is. So you know that's gonna be a, you know nice you know standard wrestling match. You know, not crazy, yeah. not too many crazy spots. You know, obviously Omega pulls that... some things out, but. Styles that me and you both personally love. Yes, if you don't know, I'm huge in the European, you know, sub- tech, you know, submission, you know, Billy Robinson submission style. If you don't know Billy Robinson, look him up. And then if you try to call me a Mark because we sound weird, tell me how that sounds. <laughs> or is it very nice? Very nice. What, is it okay if I ask this real quick? What? How many V triggers do you think we'll see in that match? We should have like a V trigger pull every time that move is pulled off. That's a good question. How many, you know, false counts, you know, kicking out two counts do you think they'll be in this match? Because the matches are longer, so I'm sure we're going to see a good amount. Can we play a a drinking game based on it? (laughs) Well, I will say it brings up the freaking uh, intensity in the match. I mean, I do agree with some people that if you use the finisher nonstop and they kick out, what's the credibility in it? But, yeah, we're in a different style of wrestling nowadays, so – you know, kayfabe's dead, and you know, the matches are just going to throw their whole arsenal out and show how good they are. Yeah. The days of building up finishers and stuff ain't there. So mm-hmm. I think that very well right there is matching night. I agree. I can you agree know, with that. Omega is the best in the world, but Sima has been doing this for a very long time, so I think he might be able to handle his own. I don't know, though. I mean, maybe he'll go out and attack Kingman Page, even though you know, the booking. <laughs> Even the booking makes absolutely no sense in Dave logic here, though. He might do that next. Well, <sighs> that's just it. That's just it. Dave has no logic. All right. Up next, we got the main event of the evening. In the right corner, we have the Rhodes Brothers. In the left, to the side of me, we have the Young Bucks. Who wins? The best tag team in the world, by the way. Yeah. The Young Bucks. Well, I think they are. But, you know, obviously the Lucha Bros and other teams can say something about that, but. Let's say they're like it's like you know you could put I mean my, you know of course our, my personal opinion I think the Young Bucks are but you know the Lucha Bros are definitely a close second but anyway I mean I think 
it, honestly, it's really hard to pick a winner in this match. I mean, I, I think it's going to be – something tells me it's going to be Cody and Dustin. Yeah. But, I mean, it could be the Bucks, but I think more so with the way that they've, you know, approached Cody and Dustin's booking that it, it's going to be them. Dave. I just want to know, at, at the current age right now, I wonder how Dustin will be able to handle the Young Bucks type of, like, wrestling throughout the long horse of the match. Make sense? In the beginning, I could see Dustin going very well, but towards the latter part of the match, I wonder how much of that steam is going to kind of go. Make sense? Kyle, you at Taco Bell? <laughs> okay, not that, nice. not that type of. Well, it, it, it kind of fits you'd make that sound. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think I think the later half, honestly, the later half of the match will be more so done by Cody yeah. than than Dustin easily. Well, the thing is, the dude wrestled pretty much 15, 20 minutes with blood flowing down his face. Yeah, that would slow him down. He didn't slow down. Yeah, that is true, actually. He is getting older, but I mean, I think they're going to go over because, I don't know, is this it for Dustin? Uh, By all accounts, from what, if you just go by what Cody said on his his speech from um, Double Double or Nothing, you know, it that apparently, if you put the pieces together, maybe that was supposed to be it. But he wants to yeah, do one this one. Yeah, one last match as tag team partners. Yeah, so I think personally, maybe it is. So they're gonna go over. I, I don't know why they right. Won. Yeah, and you know, obviously, like you said, the back half of the match is gonna be probably Cody and you know, the Young Bucks are smart wrestlers, believe it or not. I know a lot, they get a lot of flack, but they're not gonna do anything crazy to Dustin. No, so, I mean, I think it's gonna be a solid match. And, you know, I don't know. We'll see. You know, the, Cody and Dustin left it all in their singles match, so I don't know how they're going to top that in a tag team match, but they could. That's, it's very possible, especially being in there with the Bucks, the, you know, one of the best tag teams in the world. Especially if this is a retirement. So, they haven't announced it. I, I guess he said the promo Cody cut, you know, after the match at double or nothing. Because he said, you're not retiring right now. I say like, this. This this was supposed to be it for you, but this isn't going to be it for you. Yeah, pretty much telling you're not retired yeah, tonight. So, yeah, it's like so. By all accounts, if if you if you just go by that, then yes, this is probably going to be it. Dave, you think it's it? Uh, yeah, I think it's it. I mean, Dustin has had an incredible, legendary career. There's not much stuff for him to do, so why not go out on top with his brother? And probably one of the most fastest rising promotions in the modern day wrestling era. What a great way to go out. Fastest rising promotions in the modern day era. Huh? <laughs> That's a mouthful there. Can you expand on that? Dave? Yep. Is I'm sure a lot of viewers, if they get this far, are a little lost, kind of like I am at the moment. So please expand. Yeah, please. <sighs> Well, I mean, we haven't had anything quite like this in a long time, other than back in the day when we had the rise of TNA, rise of ROH, so on and so forth. Because if you look at it right now, I'm not trying to throw WWE into the mix at all during this podcast. I'm just saying WWE is kind of scared right now at the moment. That's why I said rising of modern day. Because nobody else is going after them. Nobody else really needs to. 
Well, I mean, WWE is streaming a pay per view right during the middle of Fight for the Fallen. So I would say, I mean, they have their attention. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be, it'd be foolish to say they're on a, they have a chance at the moment. But you oh, get what you mean. Their streak of, you know, you know, look at me. You know, I've loved Duddy my whole life, but I'm fired up more right now to talk about Fight for Fallen that I was on Extreme that I was right. for Extreme Rules two nights ago. Hell yeah. So, you know, I believe in wrestling. I want wrestling back. So, you know, I get what you mean. They're a hot commodity right now. Everybody's kind of interested. But, you know, you can't get – you can't get, you know, flamboyant. You can't get, like, what am I looking for? Comfortable. You know, they got to keep booking. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. I agree. What I'm hearing, Vince is gunning to put them out of business before they get on TNT. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to deal with that. <laughs> No, really. <laughs> we could look at that. No, stairs. I read it. NXT I read I saw it. There, but he don't believe in that being better than All Out. So he's going to do something on All Out Day to try to. No, I, I, I saw the article. I, I read it. Tristan like... and Vince, you know, they can say, you know, freaking Jim Ross came out and said we're not competing. But, you know, obviously Vince is taking this a war. You're damn right he is. So, you scared know. as hell. I don't want to be scared, but he doesn't want to, you know, he's he's bringing back the attitude here, slowly but surely. Like, there's yeah. times about bringing Vince Russo back, I heard. Oh, no, I hope not. Hell, they're even saying Please. pay-per-view and Raw and SmackDown stages are going to have an attitude or a feeling to it. But, yeah, this is, I mean, this could be a whole different topic. So, right. yeah. I just hope for, the you know, sake, you know, Fetterfest was a little bit shaky. There's some spots. And so I'm hoping that, you know, Fight for Fallen will be a little more, like, clean, kind of like Double or Nothing was. Yeah, have a good build-up, have a good build-up feel to all out. Yeah, so build some storylines, because I know that's kind of the biggest thing. People are like, where's the storylines at? Yeah, that's like, that's like, for me, going going into uh, Fight for the Fallen, that's the biggest thing that I'm looking for, is the build-up of the storylines for so, I mean, Dave's right, it's Hangman and Jericho going to have some kind of confrontation. I'm assuming Jericho's going to attack him after the match. I have a feeling yeah. because Jericho's a savvy veteran, he kind of knows. You know, yeah. is there going to be is Moxie going to show up? Like the last pay per view before All Out, is he going to show up? I mean, one would so, hope. Like, Let's hope so. There's some question marks, but once again, like my height levels out of the world for this. You know, you damn right. Oh yeah. Good, I mean, I'm not one of those nitpickers. You know, I don't pick everything apart. I can see people's points, so but I just like I joined the show, so I'm ready for them. And I'm yeah. very excited for Saturday night. And I hope, you know, just on a side note, you know, this is kind of, you know, me and Shipster have been grinding out a couple podcasts in a day. So I, you know, a couple of days span, actually, like four or five in a week. This is like. Right. This is number four in a week. So, span. you know, we're hoping, you know, you guys are encouraging. I, you know, if there's any improvement, you know, please, like, you won't hurt our feelings. Just don't be a dick about and it. And actually, <laughs> and actually, and actually, we'll uh, we'll actually up that number to six after Saturday and Sunday night. Yeah. So we're really trying to give you guys quality content. You know, I've been asking people for feedback, but you know, I can only ask so much. So if you guys got it all this far in like the what fifty minutes we've been recording, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-five. You know, so please, you know, if you got this far, give us your. You know, feedback on Fight for Fallen. Me and Shipster will be live tweeting it for you guys. So hopefully we can interact and do a good job because I love pro wrestling. You know, I love doing these shows. You're damn right. And I just hope, you know, we're meeting your needs, you know, as other people that love wrestling. You know, there's a lot of good content creators out there. And, you know, we just, you know, we want to be good ourselves. So 
And we will also we hope you'll also check out our Fight for the Fallen yeah, plug the link tree. recap show. Our Fight for the Fallen recap show, which will be out Sunday morning. Our uh, Extreme Rules uh, recap show, which will be out Monday morning. And, of course, any other platforms that you prefer your podcast on, be sure to check the link tree on all of our bios. It is on our – it will be in our Anchor bio. It will be on our YouTube. It's already on our Twitter. Check it out. Listen. Give us a listen on all your favorite platforms and give that feedback any way that you see fit, positive, negative. Just don't be a complete yeah. dick. And that about wraps yeah, it up. You know, the only reason I bring this up is you, know, you guys are doing great for some more. And, you know, I don't care about numbers because it's about wrestling, but, you know, it's dip just a tad bit in you. So we want to know is there something we're personally like doing that's like turning you off from listening, you know, and also there's many of great podcasts out there. So I'm not going to plug every single one, but you know, time, you know, wrestling's booming with AEW's rise and, you know, Vince's stem of his game. So there's a lot of good opinions out there. So check out any, you know, content creator you see out there and just kind of show them some love. Cause you know, it's not as easy as it looks just sitting on a podcast and talking for an hour. So actually believe it or not is some work. So uh, on that note, yeah. uh, any final thoughts for fight for the fallen before we wrap up? It's going to be an amazing show, I hope. It's for a good cause. It's at a charity event. Let's just keep on rolling the great momentum until all out. Alan, shape. Sorry. That, my, my only, uh, my, like I said, my biggest thing for Fight for the Fallen is I just want to I, I see them build their storylines and really, really get the hype for all out by their storylines. My big thing is, you know, technically since they're not on TV, this is like, if you want to say the go home show before a massive pay-per-view. So I want yeah. to, see, I want to see, you know, good, you know, show and, you know, we're raising money. And also remember it's a cause. So, you know, don't be too hard on me. You know, they're, they're doing this event literally for the military. So, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and it's, isn't it also for all the victims of yes, gun violence? You know, yes. They're doing it for a cause. Yeah. It's a great cause. It's not like a gaming convention. I really don't. I mean, I know Megan, they're big <clears> gamers, but so just give it a chance, you know, once again, you know, I know, you know, there's parts about Fighter Fest that struggle, but once again, just go in with a clean slate and, you know, see if they wrap you back in, you know. They're new. Like, they're starting, you know, for, this is the third show, like we mentioned, to start, so they're still figuring things out. So, yeah, just bear with them. All right. Give AEW a chance. So, on that yes. note, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm your host, Destin Structure, my co-host. The Shapes, the baby. And Dave. And stay going, my friends. Do yeah, you. Yeah.